So I want to ask the question, um, does it seem right to uh, treat your investment advisor, you know, as an idol? Um, and how can we explain the Bitcoiners, um, worship of these, of these idols, these, who I'm calling thought leaders, well-known people in the Bitcoin space, like a Max Kaiser, like, uh, you know, Nick Carter, um, a Michael Saylor, of course. And I, 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 I wasn't the first one to think about this for sure. I think I linked in the notes, a tweet thread that basically they're arguing about who's more, who's more worshiped in the Bitcoin community, Michael Saylor, Max Kaiser, you know, and they, throw in the term fan art. And I think that that describes the Bitcoiners. Like, look at Nick Carter's profile page on Twitter. He has a picture of himself that was painted by one of his fans. And I remember, I don't know what day it was, but it was relatively recently, in the past two months, I'd say, maybe the past month, where, you know, before Bitcoin tanked, of course, but Nick Carter retweeted this lady who sent him basically this picture she made of him, a painting, you know, and he was like, oh, this is so cool. And then he ended up putting it as his profile picture. So how should Nick Carter as, you know, a thought leader in this, you know, what quote unquote investment community, right? Because they think they're, they think these Bitcoiners really think they're investors, I don't really like to use the word investment. I don't think that you should use that with cryptocurrency. Uh, at most, you should use the word speculation. But I think you can't use the term investment because it's a non-productive activity. And this is what gives it its Ponzi-like nature. But I don't want to get into that here. I want to talk mainly about the fan art and the worship of, you know, Sailor, my, uh, Max Kaiser, Nick Carter, and then basically, I'll just mention while I'm talking about fan art, um, they used to come out with this top 100 influencer, influencers in the crypto industry. It was either by Coindesk or Consensus or, you know, one of these top news, Cointelegraph maybe, I don't know who it was, but they had a ranking of people, you know, usually one to 100. And what was really cute about it, which, you know, besides the ranking and, and who they decided was going to be most influential, was they hired some artists, right, to create profile pictures of people. They hired, like, it, I guess it could have been, in theory, it could have been um, computer-generated art. You have profile pictures. You know, this is easy to do, I guess, with AI. Like, you, you take a photograph and you just turn it into art. But I have to imagine that at least they hired an artist for some of it. I mean, the crypto industry, uh, when it's promoting itself, it spares no expense, let's just say. And the, the last one that I remember seeing, they do it, I think they do it every year. Uh, but, but one of the last ones they had, they had a theme going. And all, their, all the profiles and pictures of these you know, top 100 influencers they had little, they look like Caesars. They were wearing like um, the thing on the head. I don't know what you call that thing, 
uh, it looks like a little tree branch. And then, you know, they were in the, you know, their classic garb <laughs> robe thing. I don't know what you call that either. Uh, I can't remember, but, uh, the toga, right? <laughs> yeah. Toga. It was the thing on the head. I don't know, but they had that for everybody. So yeah, maybe that could be generated by an algorithm. Maybe, but I feel like maybe they had, maybe they had a nice artist do these little caricatures where they basically make, make, uh, their profile pictures into little art pieces. Uh, it's real cute, but you know, this is part of the whole fan art in my opinion. It's also, you know, listing out every year, sort of this top, the top people in crypto, you know, top influential people. It's like, oh, you got to make the list. And it just suggests that you, you know, it, you're being promoted. If you make this list, they had little profile descriptions of, of uh, who you were, what you did for crypto. So it, it goes back to this just, just idol worship in this industry. And tell me another industry where you have people idolizing, right? People in, 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 the, in the space. Now you could say that there's probably gold bugs out there who, uh, you know, they're big fans of, you know, certain people, they follow certain people, um, and they you know, maybe highly respect these people, you know, maybe, uh, you could say that they really like them. I mean, they follow their work. I mean, but that's different than, you know, like I, I like Peter Schiff, right. But I'm not drawing him. <laughs> I'm not drawing him in my spare time, right. And giving him this work of art for him to, you know, display on his, his Twitter profile, right. I don't have pictures of him everywhere on my wall. Uh, you know, you know, and he's not the only guy that I follow, you know, but, but I'm just saying that you could like someone's, um, uh, radio show or, you know, investment thesis, maybe in general or something like this without like worshiping them where you're making fan art of them. <laughs> and that is what I'm making fun of here. If you're not catching on here, I am making fun of the Bitcoin people and the crypto people for, uh, treating these, these, you know, Max Kaisers, the sailors of the world, the Nick Carters of the world, like they're rock stars. And, you know, I think this is part of the problem with this community is that Nick Carter, like you can tell this Nick Carter guy and probably all of them, they all love the attention. They're all attention seeking whores is what they are. And really what they should be doing is ignoring these fans. Right. And we know that Nick Carter loves the attention he's getting um, because he will retweet people who send him, you know, paintings of himself. He'll put it on his profile as his profile pic, he will retweet, you know, stupid stuff that people do. They're kind of making fun of him, but in like a loving way, right? They'll, they'll tweet a picture of him, you know, without a mustache or with the mustache or like then and now where he's, you know, wearing his suit back in Boston. Now he's, you know, all buff and like tan and sitting on the beach or something. <laughs> so it's, and he has like a different look now, you know, this just like a oh, relaxed, you know, beach look, <laughs> but and they're making fun of him, you know, kind of jesting, uh, you know, cycle one, cycle two, but really it's, it's, it's an admission that you, you like the guy, like you worshiping this guy and it's dangerous to fall into this trap of worshiping, you know, to the extent that you're creating fan art, that's worshiping. Right. And I, I would include memes in that. And I don't quite understand memes. I admit it. 
Uh, I don't think pictures are arguments. I think they're meant to manipulate uh, other people to buy Bitcoin. Uh, so I don't like the whole meme thing, especially in crypto. I don't like them in general. Uh, but if you're spending time creating art pieces for Nick Carter and like tweeting it to him, you're obviously trying to get attention yourself. You're trying to get his attention by appealing to his weakness, which is vanity. Nick Carter has a super, super problem. Like he's got a problem with vanity. That's his weakness. And that's why he's not going to leave the Bitcoin industry. Like, he even said on an interview I watched, not an interview, it was a, it was like a debate with him and George Noble, who I didn't even know who, who that, this guy was, George Noble, like until a week ago. But uh, apparently they had a back and forth. And, uh, you know, Nick Carter said he's going to go down with the ship. So, like, he said, if, if my, my crime is that I'm pro-Bitcoin, I'll go down with the ship. And this guy was basically accusing him of not informing the audience of all the risks involved in Bitcoin, potential risks. Uh, and I, if I were Nick Carter, I might have said, well, where's my duty to do that? And, you know, the other guy would say, well, it's a, you're public, right? You have a lot of fans. Um, yeah, I, I would say that where, where, where is it against the law, you know, or where is it, who compels me to tell all the risks about Bitcoin? Yeah, you could say it's kind of dishonest if you're a thought leader, maybe not, you know, to not disclose all the risks like Tether, but uh, he's not really a thought leader. He's a propagandist, like he's a salesman. He's a, sa he's a salesman pretending to be this objectivist guy, like, sorry, objective guy without a bias, but he does have a bias, right? He, he's, he's in this industry. He's an investor in BlockFi. He's, you know, invested in a lot of crypto companies and he has Bitcoin personally. So he's not, he's not this unbiased guy. Uh, and he really, the law, I don't know where the law, you know, compels him to talk about risks, but I know that the law compels him not to be fraudulent. So he can't like tell a lie. He can't tell a lie, but, uh, not telling a lie doesn't mean you're forced to like give all the disclosures necessarily. Now, to the extent that you think Bitcoin is a security like me, and to the extent that you think that anyone who's selling a crypto asset, once they sell it and exchange real dollars for these crypto, you know, I think you're a seller of security. And you could say that you should be, you should, in theory, be um, talking about the risk, too, if you're issuing a security. But, you know, the government, I mean, it hasn't gone to court, right, yet. So somebody could accuse, you know, the Bitcoiners of selling <laughs> unregistered securities, but they haven't done so yet. So until that happens, right, I guess he doesn't have to make disclosures. But my point, back to my main point, is that all of these crypto people are just worshipped, right? And I'm trying to find another, I'm trying to think of another industry, like investment uh, field, right, where the promoters of this, of this thing are worshipped. And the only thing I, that comes to mind right now maybe is, um, well, you know, there was the herbal life thing. Um, and I watched a, a presentation by Bill Ackman and he, there's, you know, they have conferences. They, they have these people come on stage, these like top sellers of, you know, in the herbal life Ponzi, like pyramid scheme. Uh, but I mean, are they worshiped? I, I don't think so. Um, who else is worshiped as far as investment investments goes? I mean, you could say revered, but you know, I wouldn't say, would you say Warren Buffett is worshiped? Um, I think you'd say maybe respected, but are people, 
here's the question. I think here's how you how here's how you make the distinction. Are people drawing, you know, are people painting Warren Buffett's face, you know, and putting it up on their wall? Are they are they painting a picture of him and sending a tweet if if Warren Buffett was on Twitter? Uh, are they sending him, you know, the picture in the mail? Let's say, uh, no, right? So this is just a different kind of worship, in my opinion. Like maybe you respect and revere. Warren Buffett, but let's, I want to know, is there anybody that's actually drawing pictures of Warren Buffett? Um, <laughs> right. You know, like they are of Nick Carter <laughs> and Mike, you know, Kaiser and Sailor and all these other, <laughs> all these other crypto people. I think it's just funny to, to compare that. I want to see somebody, I want to see somebody paint a picture of, um, Charlie Munger, you know, Warren Buffett, you know, and post it all over Twitter. <laughs> Oh, man, I cracked myself up. Okay, I'm going to have to go here. I'll leave it here.